0: 11 11:16, Sen e.
1: the Four Diegos. coming flying forward is Chris Harold towards the goal. This is Keo. has been cut back and shoot. Oh. He rifles at home. Oh, that was clinical from the Glory Harold with the assist. Cut it back and Andy Keo, his fourth goal in two games here at Amy Park, has ripped Melbourne victory to shreds. Here's he wants to whip it into the penalty spot. It's here. Surely Barisha? Yes. This time he doesn't miss. And victory at back on terms. Whipped in by Rojas expertly. Barisha had set up in his breadbasket. He looked around. There was space and time to fire it home. And he made sure of it. And he has another important goal for Melbourne victory.
2: G'day, everyone, and welcome to the 4 Diego's final whistle here in on 11:16 SEN, Melbourne's home of football. Hey, thanks to Francis Sleech, uh, David Davutovich, and JP Halcroft, of course, for another fantastic call. And Mark Fine, who was. Uh, Manning the troops here with the horse racing, uh, of course, and uh, thanks to Finey as well. Hey, big show for you tonight. Uh, Vinny. Venezuela's in the house.
3: Yes, good evening, uh, Rodrigo, and good evening. Good Christmas. to see
2: you. And Warren Diego?
3: Yes, good to be here, Rodrigo. Yeah.
2: Very happy tonight. Very, very happy. Oh, well, well, well that's interesting. Um, Carlos Alberto Diego, you're here as well.
0: Hello right? you, Rodrigo. Yeah, uh, on Wednesday, you. I think I announced at the start of the show that Warren was cock-a-hoop. Vinny, how are you feeling, mate, after tonight? <laughs> Look,
3: um, I'm a little bit flat, uh, Carlos. Yeah. I, w- I won't lie to you, but... A I melancholy cocka hoop uh, Look, I'm, I'm, it's a glorious draw. It, it's as good <laughs> as a, if you're yeah. going to draw a game, yeah. that's how you want to draw it, just dominating. So, I feel like I, the soccer gods just don't like us at the moment, mm. but... We'll, alter, we'll turn them around.
2: Hey, nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Would love to hear from you, Victory fans tonight. Does it feel like a lost hotline tonight? I think, guys. Yeah, um, nine four two nine eleven sixteen. We'll even take your text messages, of course. Cause it's a big part of the night. Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Tonight's show is brought to you by Tax Talk, Best On Plumbing, and the Northern Football Academy at St Monica's College in Epping. Great sponsors of the Diegos.
0: I know we're going to get a whole stack of calls tonight, uh, guys, till midnight, and we're going to be scrutinising this game to inch inch of its death, almost. But, you know, I wonder how much people's opinion and how they're feeling at the moment about victory, those victory supporters out there, or even the non-victory supporters who are, who are thinking about what happened tonight with the draw and, and, you know, whether victory had played well enough. I wonder how much that is affected by the way that Melbourne City's going at the moment, the fact that they won the FFA Cup on Wednesday. Uh, they've got a team now that's uh, being touted as a team that could go all the way. I wonder whether that pressure... That's, uh, that, that's almost reflective pressure from Melbourne City is influencing how people are thinking about Melbourne victory tonight. Because if you, if you looked at the game itself tonight, the number of chances, the amount of possession victory had, the fact that, you know, they really did dominate that game and at any other time they would have won six or seven won... Um, you know, if City wasn't going so well, I wonder whether people's opinion would be a little bit different. Great question, Carlos Alberto. Warren, what do you think? It's
4: the most ridiculous <laughs> statement. Yeah, it's scurrilous. It's shock jockish. It's, <laughs> it's two separate games, two separate teams. Now, don't try this reverse <laughs> psychology on Melbourne City as if suddenly we're the number one team in Melbourne. It's too completely Don't tell if- me you're
0: trying to fly under oh, the radar. The way you were geez. celebrating on Wednesday night... The disco dancing that was happening in this studio on Wednesday night after that. It's
4: different, Callison For you...
0: You can't separate the two. I am the last man. Melbourne City and Melbourne Victory, you cannot separate the two.
4: I'm the last man. What's been
0: said in the media? I mean, they suggested to Kevin Musket, they suggested to him, and he almost laughed before he nearly slapped Adam Peacock around the head. They suggested to him that Victory is flying under the radar at the moment. Can you imagine Victory flying under the radar? No chance. The radar's completely on them, you Carla, cannot, so. You cannot separate what's happening with now Melbourne City at the moment and what's happening with Melbourne Victory at the moment and people's opinion anyway. being, a, being <laughs> affected by each other.
3: I, um, I don't care what's happening with Melbourne City, to be quite honest with you. I'm happy for them having their little bit of silverware. That's, that's cool. But I think Victory is in a different place. For me, this game tonight, I was excited by the way we marauded consistently we, sh- we were eating them up, eating them up, and, and unfortunately the, the score doesn't reflect that and we're only going to take a point away, but I refuse to be uh, downhearted mm. by the result tonight because I think it's the best we played, and I think um, if we can maintain that sort of system of play and just the coordination, the, the, the teamwork, and just finish off the chances, we're, we're a team to be afraid of. If
2: you've just joined us, Melbourne Victory and Perth Glory played out a one-all draw. Kio scored in the seventeenth minute, Barisha in the forty-first. A crowd of sixteen thousand and seventeen people at Amy Park tonight. Uh, yeah, it was. Is it um, the? It feels like a loss hotline zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen or nine four two nine eleven sixteen.
0: Just quickly off the SMS, shattered such a dominating performance, deserved three points. Could not care less about City. They still have a lot to prove. It's a long season. I like that because I think that's in perspective. I'm just saying there might be some out there who might be feeling that dark cloud, that dark city cloud over their head and feeling that, uh, that maybe things are worse at victory than what they really are.
3: Carlos, only well, the city fans would feel that dark cloud. <laughs>
2: there you go, boys. I threw the whistle in there because we have got some callers lining up. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. How do you feel victory supporters? Give us a call. It was three points there for the taking. So many shots on goal, um, but uh, you come home with one point. So, uh, Let's go to John in East Malvern who wants to open the batting tonight. And by the way, if uh, we still got, uh, we still got, we have got two fifty dollars vouchers to give away with thanks to SPT Football, Australia's true football destination. So let's go to John from East Malvern. Good day, John. Good day, boys. How you going? How you feeling?
5: Oh, I look very frustrated as a Melbourne Victory member. And look, you know, if we are to progress, win matches, finish in the top two. These games we must win. The amount of chances we had in front of goal, and they were very, very easy, very easy and goals. I mean, you've got to make the most of your opportunities. If we are to be a good team and match it with the best, we've got to capitalise. We we lost to a depleted, Perth Glory team, and for me to walk away tonight was a loss. Even though we drew one all, it was an lost tonight.
0: But John, are you worried or is it just one of, those, one of those nights that you've just got to put behind you and say we created enough chances, we dominated the game on another night, we would have won 6-1 or you're genuinely worried about something that's happening there that may affect them for the rest of the season?
5: Oh, look, I'm very concerned and um, I can't understand why Muskie took Pazanich off. I would have taken Troisi off. Borussia looked lost. Uh, he looks slow. I don't know whether he's carrying an injury. He missed a few sitters in front of balls. Um Ingham,
3: and, you know, he should
5: have capitalized as well. Some very gettable goals. And at this
3: level, boys, you've got to make the most of your opportunities. Yeah, I agree with you. You can't miss them. Jay Ingham would be spewing big
6: time.
0: But it's going to happen some of the best teams in the world, it best does. players in the world where they have those sort of nights. But not twice. So the question is, is this chronic? is this something that's going to affect them week by week or is it just on the night? I think that's what we're going to distinguish between. Warren's just Why? losing it here. Why-, Why are victory fans always so
4: unhappy? I don't get it. Carlos... You know, you're actually ignoring the facts well, of the you, issue
0: right now. I, I, you, They've won asked, four asked, of their last you've five. Asked, you've asked the question, haven't you? You've asked the question, why are they so unhappy? Because they have high standards. They're f- not like Melbourne City oh, that just accept don't, don't that. mid-table or down-the-bottom mediocrity for oh. most of their existence. What? You win a couple of things and suddenly you're asking questions about, it. you know, a core, cohort of fans that love their club and want the best for their club. But, That's why but they're so, asking the but question. You're ignoring, That's why they're not happy. Don't make this about City. You ask number, the question, one, I just...
4: number one, don't, don't make this about City. On Wednesday night, we didn't want Melbourne Victory fans ringing up, downing on City's parade, and tonight it's nothing about City. You've got to look at the simple facts. And for a chan, for a change, no, not for a change, because it regularly happens, you're not looking at the facts. Victory have won four of their last five. The only game they've lost... Was against Sydney when the handball from Carney led to the comeback that lost them the game. Tonight they drew. Their form since losing to Melbourne City in the derby has been outstanding. It hasn't been outstanding. Home, it it's, has. It, Four been... out of
0: the last five. The most no, informed that, team that's the result. in the competition. That, they are the results. Victory fans have every, every, um, you know, right. To ask questions of their team.
4: No, they don't. Because they're, they're used to well. winning
0: and they're used to playing good football. They're, so I have no problem. I have no problem with them coming up and saying, I'm not happy with this, I'm not happy with that, even though we're winning or we're drawing or we're on top of the ladder, whatever it may be. This is a club with high standards, Warren. Something you don't understand, they're unfortunately. They're building, <laughs> they're building and I'm Jeez. gonna say I'm gonna say this to you.
4: They're the best performed team in the last 4 weeks of any side in the competition no Ooh. question what about sydney they're building beautifully building absolutely beautifully they're not playing their anywhere response, near they're not
0: playing anywhere near the top football and they don't need to
4: they don't need well, to tonight uh, was the best they'd played all season the best by far I agree the best with Warren
3: that i've
2: played one, I reckon. all
0: season well let's have a listen to the listeners.
2: 9429 1116 give us a call um, who have we got uh, tom in greenvale good day tom welcome to the final whistle
0: G'day, guys. How are you going?
2: Yeah, very well, thanks. You want want
0: to whack Carlos, do you, Tom?
7: Yeah, absolutely. Warren, first of all, Warren, if you need a wingman ever, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Hey, hey, um, Tom, I can assure you he needs one.
7: No, he doesn't. No, No,
2: you're right, he doesn't.
7: (laughs) You know what, Carlos? You're trying to to, uh, give Victory a whack when anyone who watched that 90 minutes or 94 minutes knows that Victory should have uh, been four or five up. I'm a Melbourne City member. And you can't tell me that uh, they got something to panic about. They got nothing to panic about, mate. Uh, actually, no, not a thing.
0: Tom, if I if I actually said that, okay. I would I would actually admit to it. But I thought I did say they should have won six or seven one tonight. And uh, the question I was asking victory fans who aren't happy with the team, and I talk to people all week, not just on this show. And there's a lot of victory fans asking <laughs> oh, the mean, questions. You're, you're talking to other people? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're the, the man, the man yeah. on the street, <laughs> aren't I ta- you? Carlos? I talk to Victory fans, <laughs> you're the man on the street, aren't you? you and talk they're to the always people. asking questions of their club, as they should ask questions of their club.
2: Hmm. Tom, uh, thanks for your call, mate. Uh, <laughs> always very interesting. G'day, Zach, on the road. You want to talk about uh, Melbourne victory, of course. Good day, Zach.
7: I just wanted to say we play beautiful football, but with that many
1: chances, we should be able to finish.
0: Good oh, on you, Zach. Absolutely, Zach. Now, now Zach, so you're, you're saying that they're, they're fine, they're, they're going to go on and, you know, push for the top and win maybe the championship and win the grand final and you've got no worries about their form at all?
7: Yeah. I think we're playing beautiful football, but if we finish, we need to finish our chances and we can get there.
3: And, Zach, Rojas, should he have gone off?
7: Um, no, I disagree with Rojas going off. I think best operation should have came off. He he looked lost.
0: Jeez, even though he did, he did score the goal and he did, uh, I thought he was uh, providing a couple of assists to different players at different times. I thought he put Chouisi through once or twice and Rojas, and if it wasn't for the offside uh, a couple of times, uh, they could have got a couple of goals there too. So I thought. Borussia worked really, really hard tonight, worked hard for that goal. Looked uncertain early in the game in front of goals, but <laughs> a, a professional like him, a guy who's got such a record, just works, him way, works his way through I that. I think
3: he's frustrated at the moment. Mm. The goals aren't coming the way he likes them to come, and uh, he's, he's sort of clawing his way back. Hey, Zach, uh, what position do
2: you play?
1: I play left back with left wing.
2: Excellent, and you're, you, you run hard all day, all day, don't you? Yes. Yeah, do you, have you got all your kit? You're kitted out nicely? You've got your, your, your shirt, you've got your boots, you've got your yeah, socks. They all look good. Who else do you follow in world football? Uh,
1: follow
4: Arsenal. Oh, good, mm, mate. That's unfortunate. Well, look, <laughs> look, mate,
2: look, mate, because you were really insightful tonight and because you love football and you will keep loving football, and I can see you in a victory shirt in the future, even though I don't know what you look like. Um, with thanks to SPT Football, they're Australia's true football destination. I'm going to give you, we're going to give you a $50 voucher um, so that you can go and check out their store at 182 Whitehorse Road in Blackburn and you can check out all the latest football products from the world's best brands. There you go. Well done. Just stay on the line there, Zach, and uh, we'll take your details and, and you'll pick, you've just picked yourself up a $50 voucher. Well done. Thank you very much. No worry, Zach. Don't you love hearing the youth?
4: He put you in his place. He put you in your place, didn't he, uh, Carlos? I, I love Bang. the optimism of youth. Bang. You know, you're the man of the people. I you love the optimism of to, You, well, you
0: let's, didn't get to speak to him. Let, let the people ringing in well, let's tell see. us what yeah, they think. The man of the people. Nine four
2: two nine eleven sixteen. Give us a call tonight. Uh, does it feel like a lost hotline? Marcus from South Melbourne wants to talk about Perth Glory, um, oh. who, who obviously... We're there tonight? They were. We'll obviously talk about Melbourne victory the most, but uh, a depleted Perth Glory. G'day, Marcus. Welcome to the show.
1: How are you? Oh, it's like uh, Carlos has rather set himself up like the teacher at the annual fete, hasn't he? Yes. He's sitting on the board he's and done at the swimming pool, and if you, if you hit the bullseye, <laughs> the teacher drops into the cold water, doesn't he?
2: <laughs> oh, look, I, I'm not sure if you know Carlos, but
0: uh, I'm sure he's, uh, he's done that in, in, in a <laughs> past life. No, I've got, I've got the strap here, and I'm going to strap <laughs> Warren in a minute, then put him on detention.
1: I'm going to strap you, Carlos. With oh. two teams today, right? Will you stop? Talking in the second person, which is talking at people, and talking the first person, which is talking with people. There were not Melbourne Victory supporters and non-Melbourne Victory supporters at the match today. You may be bloody surprised that there were some Perth Glory supporters as well.
0: And if they knew what they were talking about, Marcus, <laughs> they'd know that their team was awful tonight. They were awful tonight. At best, they scrambled well. That's all they did.
1: Yes, and if you're going to put, if you're going to become one of these Murdoch clones and insist on putting an adverb or a pronoun in front of every player's name, like Albanian Bririsha or former international Anthony Terefi or whatever his bloody name is, can you start calling Liam Reddy Australian international who actually played a pretty good match tonight, didn't he, Carlos?
0: Yeah, but we're not up, we're not up to that. We're, how many? We're 21 minutes into the show. We're taking some calls. Uh, for me, Perth were non existent tonight. And if the keeper did, didn't have a good game, they would have been in trouble tonight. Sorry, Marcus. That's how I see it.
1: Uh, I'm sorry but I assume that you gentlemen all talking in very verbose and learned ways have some form of education beyond primary school and you all know know what we learnt as soon as we graduated, finished year 12 or HSC as it was, you got to university and the first three, the first term you learnt were lies, damned lies and statistics. Stop quoting statistics at us and tell us what the score was and why it ended up that way and how Perth Glory ran their legs off. And as for the team with the highest standards in the league, you booed Brandon Wilson, who made the best save of a player, not a keeper, off the line this year. You booed him because he was laying on the ground. And as he was carried off by the trainer, you threw a bloody bottle at him. So much for the highest standards in the league.
0: Well, Marcus, I won't be taking responsibility about what happened to what the crowd did over there, booing and throwing bottles. I've got no idea about that. But for you to suggest that Perth Glory were in that game tonight, um, I'd I suggest you look at the video again, mate, because... Uh, victory could have won that 7-1 seven, seven on another night and uh, at, like I said, at best, Perth glory scrambled well. Thanks for your call
2: there um, Marcus and uh, yeah, I just need to I mean, I, yeah Vinny, you're a learned What's, a that, learned what's
4: that thing, pronouns and what was the other thing?
2: I don't know what they are.
0: Proverbs? Adverbs
4: <laughs>
3: Adver- The adverbs. And you know why? Nine four two
2: nine oh, okay. eleven sixteen. Hey, let's go to Tony in Preston. G'day Tony, welcome to the final whistle
0: G'day, gents.
7: I, I think it might be a full moon tonight after Marcus's climb. <laughs> I'm really not sure. I
2: know. When did you do your HSC or VCE? Make sure uh, you've done it, because if you haven't, you can't come on this show. Uh,
7: a, a long time ago now. I think <laughs> yeah. it might have been my HSC at that time. Oh, there you um, go. I, I, I'll probably agree with young Zach in the sense of uh, Bessar Parisha. Now, as a, as a passionate Foundation Victory member slash supporter, I'm... I'm at the point now where I think Bessart is probably due for a spell. Um, if Bruno Fornaroli was playing in that position tonight, he would have scored six goals. Um, and i, I take for I take the the view that he worked hard tonight, but too often, I think in the last five or six games, Bessart has been in a position where he should be finishing goals um, of the standard of play that he is, and he's just not doing it, and at some point. You need to look at who you've got in the ranks and where you can potentially shuffle players. But uh, Bessart, at the moment, needs to be benched. He needs to have a spell. And he needs to earn his place in that team because for the striker that he is and the amount of money that he's earning, he's clearly playing below the standard that we expect of him. And I guess I'll use the saying, um, Bessart, what have you done for us lately? It's all well and good for... (laughs) commentators to be focusing on his record, but his record of late has been woeful for a striker of his calibre.
3: He's clawing his way back, though. Come on, he's, he's scored in his last two games. Can you want and, more than that?
7: And he may well be able to do that, but let's do it off the bench. Let's give somebody else an opportunity to actually finish the goals that we clearly are setting up. Tonight, we actually did play, and I'll, I'll agree with Warren in this instance. It was probably our best game of the season. We just couldn't finish. Now, Bessart is a part of that culture at the moment where we're just not taking our chances. I'm confident that when Troisi scores his first goal for this club in his second stint, that he's going to be banging them in for fun. But at the moment, there is just this uh, thing where we're not scoring. We're not taking our chances. Um, Bessart scored five goals this season. I'm not sure what the penalty count is, but he's not scoring enough goals for a striker of his calibre.
0: Look, that that might be true there, Tony, but I just got a feeling that, you know, this is a... The question that Muskie's got to look at when he's deciding to drop—that's a big move—to drop Barisha to the bench—is who who takes his spot and who's going to score in place of him? It's not like um, you know anyone else is scoring goals for fun either. I mean, Rojas is, was pretty good last week, and you know he's coming, he's getting better and better every week. It may be just a slow burn. I mean, they are third on the ladder right now, and uh, they're, they're certainly within you know touching distance of the top. Uh, they're certainly, not, for me, they're not playing their best football at the moment. But they got the result. Uh, they clearly were the better side tonight. And on another night, again, they could have won two or three games. So um, it's one thing asking for Barisha to be dropped, but who will replace him and do a better job? Which means score more goals than him. That's the question that Musky's got to answer.
2: Thanks for your call, Tony. Really appreciate that. Um, it's twenty-seven minutes past ten. Now give me a beat. Come on. Vinny's Best on Ground. With thanks to Best on Plumbing, Victoria's trusted plumbing and drainage experts. For over 26 years, they've been going for a long time. If you're a young plumber and you uh, are looking for a job uh, uh, with a good firm, 1300 Best on or beston.net.au. Vinny Venezuela, who was your Best on?
3: It's about flow. It's about James Troisi. The the man is uh, finding the form. He's he's inching his way there and he's starting to have a presence in that midfield and going forward. But for that stupid post <laughs> yes. that stopped the ball going in, yeah. he would have won the game for us tonight. So my best-on player is James Troisi. It was a fair effort right there at the end,
2: but uh, no cigar. But there you go, Vinny's best-on. If you agree with Vinny, give us a call, nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Hey, uh, everyone that's holding on, please hold on. We'll come to your calls right after this break on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's Home of Football. Welcome back to the final whistle here on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's Home of Sport with the Four Diego's. It was a one-all draw tonight in the A-League. Melbourne victory and Perth glory. Keo scoring in the seventeenth minute. Barisha in the forty-first, and that's how it stayed in front of sixteen thousand and seventeen people in at Amy Park. Was that a big? Was that a good crowd for you? Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Tell us tonight. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen, or send us a text on zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. We've still got uh, a number of calls lining up here, Warren. But uh, have you say?
4: Oh yeah, no. I was just going to say, you know, when radio stations and TV stations have this like. Um, They say this: the uh, the views of certain people on this on this station aren't representative of the group that aren't representative of the station themselves. I just want to have a a claim that the first twenty minutes of the show, and Carlos, in terms of his (laughs) outlay, they're outrageous, outlandish, (laughs) ridiculous, bemusing, nonsensical, stupid comments what are they are they adjectives Vinny (laughs) no no if I said if I said former hack footballer (laughs) Carlos that was the thing that I think we were getting wrong yeah but they're not representative of the Diagos. I mean, simply, he sits out there like Pluto tonight, like somewhere out. He's not anyway, even a planet anymore.
3: He's out, he's out talking to all the people on the street. Oh, yes, he's the man
4: on the street. <laughs> he's got the in fact, pulse.
3: In fact, I'm doing an OB right now from <laughs> Swart
8: Street, he, Richmond. That's that's right. he's got
0: and I'm, I've got people around me telling me what they're thinking. I've got the, I've got the, fi- the, vibe, the heartbeat Carlos. of the city yep. runs through me. Can
4: I summarise the game tonight? Victor, sure. victory, victory, are, victory are good. They've been good. They're getting better. Nothing to worry about. Round Barisha nine. will come good. Round nine. Just don't a, panic. Hold a, firm. A smart, Everything's okay.
0: Patronising city supporter who's got silverware and now just egging the the, 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 you know, the rival club in the city who needs a little bit of a push-up. That's, you, that's think
3: a a big, you think it's a bit condescending? Of, oh, absolutely. Rodrigo, in defence of, of Carlos, I've seen the diary. He's actually got a suburb. He's always got a suburb marked out that he's going to go talk to the people <laughs> yeah. in that suburb. I, so do, just...
0: I do town hall meetings. You know, <laughs> well, I'll
2: tell, the tell you what, uh, <laughs> polarised on the SMS tonight. That's all I can say. Um, I won't go through some of them at the moment Because we've got a number of calls Just uh, lining up on 9429 1116 9 Still got one $150 voucher From SPT Football I'm going to give Vinnie Venezuela The duty tonight To on the spot if you, if you love a call In the next batch of callers Vinny, You tell me And they, they win the prize Christy right? don't bother ringing up <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Michael in Kings Park G'day Michael And welcome to the final whistle Thanks for holding
9: Gentlemen Good evening Thanks for taking my call
2: No worries at all
9: Um now, you know what? It probably to most victory supporters, have probably felt like a loss. But you know what? Our teams, I think, that just one step away from actually, you know, I don't know, just just playing the football that they're meant to be playing. You know, I was bored by their performance tonight. Now, any other night, it would have been seven, eight, one, right?
3: Sorry, Where you were bored tonight? by their performance. No, bored, boy. Oh, bored. I thought you said Ooh. bored, Michael.
9: No, no, bored. I was bored. You know what? They fought, they fought, they fought. They didn't get the result. 1-1. One, one. We got a point. We're sitting, sitting third, but I'm telling you, I, I reckon the bubble's about to burst, that victory, once they get their their game into top gear, because I reckon they're, they're going at about second and third now, I reckon once they get top gear, mate, look out on the sides. That's all I can say, because victory, we, everyone knows what Type of football victory can
3: play, Michael. I agree with you. I was boy too, and I was also impressed by the fact that they came out in the second half, just um, working really hard. They they didn't drop off or they kept the intensity up, and that was that was something that I I thought was really impressive as well.
9: Absolutely, you know, I I like normally I've seen victory play good in the first half, come out wax days go in the second, but tonight it was just just from start to finish. So I I think. Listen, I'm, I'm a proud victory supporter. I right? always will be. And I, like I said, once the bubble bursts, mate, and they start playing the football they're meant to be playing, and Barisha, and they sort of work out that offside thing with Barisha, <laughs> because I think they're not playing the ball quick enough to him. And once that happens, I think mean, look out other side, man,
0: because, you know, look out. That, that's all I can say. Yeah, Michael, look, it's all about intensity for victory with or without the ball, if they're pressing high and putting a lot of pressure on the opposition, uh, they're at their best. And also, if they really start sharing that ball and, and making those diagonal runs and, and really, you know, setting off Rojas and Barisha and Ben Kalfala or Austin, if he's playing, and uh, Troisi, if he gets in between the lines and start using that ball and getting him in the games, they're actually unstoppable in their forward third. Uh, the issue I have with victory, though, is that if it's not Troisi... Uh, at his best in that, you know, in that front third to really release the rowhouses and the Barishas of this world. Uh, I get worried about uh, the lack of depth in, that, depth in that position. For me, that's got to be a dominant player, a player who really owns the game. And when Troisi's playing well, uh, you know, that, that's not a problem for victory. But when, if he's
3: a little bit off or not getting the ball, suddenly I think they lack something out of that middle of the park. Can I say what we're seeing at Victory at the moment, from my perspective, is the reemergence of FBK as a as a midfield player who is uh, starting I'm to create I'm things. Not yet, the that, oh, yeah. I'm not convinced yet. Can't agree with that, I said reemergence. Yeah. I didn't say yeah. the. Yeah. I think he's he's moving forward and he's being very dangerous. He's been I'd better um, in the last yeah.
2: couple of games than he has been for a little while. I I'd
4: think. cut him loose myself. i not cut him loose. Go Rodrigo. I I think we. I'd put I'd him Austin's, on the bench. If
0: yep, Austin's available, Musket will play Austin. Yep.
2: Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Thanks for your call there, Michael. Let's go to James in Broadmeadows. G'day, James, and welcome uh, to the final whistle.
4: Uh, g'day, mate. How are you? Yeah,
2: good. How are you feeling after today's game?
4: Uh, yeah, I'm feeling very happy after that game. I played very well.
2: There you go. So you're not feeling that it was like a loss. You, you actually feel as if they're, yeah. they're coming back. Yeah. Well, they've never really gone anywhere. They're still third, got a game in hand. So you're, you're cock a hoop, as we say here on the Diego's.
3: <laughs> yeah. You okay. sounded. it. Um, what, what did you like in particular, James?
4: Oh, I just liked how they had a lot of opportunities up front. because the past few weeks, I haven't had many.
3: And are you dark on, on Bessart Barisha? Some, some of the callers <laughs> have been a bit dark on him.
5: No, I don't reckon they need to drop him. I reckon they just need to sub Bifes on a bit earlier
4: and maybe just sub him off later off in the game. They don't have to drop him.
3: Yeah,
0: James, I just don't reckon they've got any... I mean, it's one thing dropping him. Um, but why we're dropping him because he's not scoring well he scored tonight and he hadn't scored in three games prior to this he was scoring a goal of the game really in the first four he always looks threatening he always has two or three players who have got to mark him uh, if his work rate drops off I understand why you might want to drop him but if he's there or thereabouts and just missing goals and not, a little bit hesitant I don't know I just think it's a bit harsh especially if you've got no ready made player who can come in and do his job and I don't think victory have
2: Thanks for your call there, James. Really appreciate it. Just off the text message here. Warren, when you need a wingman, remember I'm here ready. Tom the Durango, not the <laughs> Fifth Diego, Surfaces free of charge as you battle with victory, one-eyed Carlos and Vinny. <laughs> Cheers, Tom from Greenvale. Hey, thanks,
4: Tom, for the sentiment. But I'd say Vinny's fair, reasonable, analytical. <laughs> he, I don't need... The things between Vini and I are on the superficial <laughs> level. I mean, they're manageable from show to show. Oh, so it's deeper between <laughs> it's you and It's the stuff with Carlos. I mean, the one thing I'm going to say about Barisha. this again, <laughs> hysterical. It's hysterical. Don't replace something good unless you've got something better you, to replace Are you, are you having a crack at me? No, I'm Have having you. a victory for you. Did you just listen to what I just
0: said for the last can't,
4: two minutes? Can't, no, can't my monologue that. for the last two minutes? I'm not listening to you because you lost me in the first 20 minutes.
2: All right, let's, go. let's keep going to our callers because there's a few lining up here. Scott in Craigieburn has been waiting on the line. wants to speak about to Rashid Mahazi. G'day, Scott. Good
4: evening,
1: amigos and uh, Warren. <laughs> evening, Scott. <laughs> it's a bit I, I know you've been waiting for me phone call all night, mate. You've been waiting with Bader
4: Yeah, no. Go for your life.
1: Now, uh, the only way Rashid Mahazi should be near the park is if the boys are lucky enough to sign the ball and pass it over the fence. To him, <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> right, don't, don't get me wrong. He's probably a really nice bloke, a nice kid in that, but he should not be in the squad, let alone in the team playing that many minutes. Muskie's got to work something out with the middle of the park. Um, I, I've got to be honest. I, I think Troisi's got to be taught not to shoot so often. Um, well, he looks good on the ball and that, but he just shoots it for He's like an LAPD policeman. He shoots it first. It's just
7: ridiculous.
4: <laughs> Most shots outside of the box of any player in the A-League this season and none on target.
0: Yeah. There you go. But he's, he's obviously encouraged by Muskie to do it, though. I mean, he certainly wouldn't be going against Muskie's instructions. And just back on Mahazi there, Scott. Um, look, I know that there's some players, you know, over the years in clubs where the fans love to hate and I think even Lee Broxham for a long time, was that player, and he sort of gained everyone's love over the last couple of years. Uh, I, I can tell you from inside the victory camp, uh, they, love the the <laughs> they love Mahazi. People, they love Mahazi. You're not only the man you, of the
4: people, you're the man you inside just guess, the club. You just now, guess.
0: Right? What suburb were they when you people. met them, Carlos? <laughs> <laughs> that Was the Was North, it just a random, oh my God, no, you're all here? It was a North Sunshine Town Hall meeting, oh. that one there. He <laughs> well, was shaking hands and, in the North Terrace. And the within, within the inner sanctum, they oh, love yes. Mahazi, and Kevin Muskett in particular thinks he's a, he's a star of the future. That's why they keep playing it. Oh, Is that because they carpool?
2: <laughs> I was standing behind you when they said that. Uh, exactly no, right. Because
0: Rodrigo's there by my side talking to the people. He's, nine, we <laughs> feed the people. He's the apprentice. We feed he's your the apprentice. <laughs>
2: 942 911 16. Thanks for your call, Scott. Really appreciate it. Uh, one more call before the break. Let's go to Brett in Good G'day, Brett, and welcome to the final whistle.
0: G'day, lads. How are you? Yeah, Doing very excellent. well.
2: How are you Thank feeling
1: you. tonight? Very good. I'm a bit disappointed in these text-knocking uh, Bess. I thought he was fantastic
10: tonight. Were we watching the same game? I,
0: you know, I agree there, Brett. I, if you saw, if, you, if you re-watch the game, you'll see that he actually created a couple of... Uh, you know, dished off a couple of really great through balls that got he Rojas did. in. And I think he got Ben Kalfalar in a couple of times. So he's actually... Everyone knows him for scoring goals, but he actually has a bit of a better all-round game these days. Uh, and I think that's his maturity in that if you're not scoring goals, you try and create stuff for other people. And I think that's what he's doing more of at the moment.
3: It's easy to compare him to Fauneroli because Fauneroli uh, is more successful or disparage him because Fauneroli is more uh, successful. But I think at Bessart he keeps people just as busy. He's a, he's a handful to mm. mark. He seems, He actually seems...
2: I agree. I think, I think he's just about to... Explode, But he, he's, he seems more clumsy at the moment than, than he ever has been. I, I think he seems to miss more shots that he would have gobbled up years I, ago.
0: I, feel, I just think he just feels – not feels the pressure. pressure. He's experienced enough not to feel the pressure. But he gets frustrated with mm, himself, mm. especially if he's not banging him in. There was one shot today. The ball was bouncing – in the first half, in the first 15 or so minutes, the ball was bouncing. He would put those away nine out of ten and times. And he will, he'll do and that. He and it just missed. So it's just his timing's not right. And someone who feels the game like he does and he's so passionate about it, he was just very frustrated with himself. I think that might be reflective of his game sometimes. And
2: I think that's why people are, yeah. are actually suggesting the unsuggestible almost yeah. there from <laughs> Venezuela. Thanks for your call there, Brett. Really appreciate it. It's uh, 18 minutes to 11. Warren's Football Tax Audit. Yes, we're waiting with bated breath for, for this one for, with thanks to Tax Talk, Australia's and well, Victoria's uh, best tax agent. Uh, call 1300 366 639. They love to talk tax. That's Tax Talk. Warren, let's do the order. Yeah,
4: yeah, fairly complex order tonight. Oh. Difficult, lots of departments and, you know, fairly complex order. But we'll start with <laughs> Dino Jilbich, because just fair income. Perth would have won. <laughs> If he actually had to kick the ball, <laughs> seriously, he
1: kicked. It was a, it was a he, howler, it was a howler. <laughs>
4: it was. and Barisha finished it beautifully. But can I say, if Julbich actually kicked the ball, it would have been. We would have been. I would have been reveling in the evening because Perth would have won after victory had fifty thousand shots. So that's one. Kenny Lowe, I'm ordered, auditing Kenny really? Lowe. because. What's he done tonight? Get the message, Ken. <laughs> I mean, income, You know, you've been sent to the stands already this season. I mean, there's no need to talk to the fourth official about whether a corner 50 meters away came off a Perth player and was actually a goal kick or it was a corner to Melbourne victory. So he's being audited as well. I'm going to audit the FFA. A third one. Yeah, third one. There's four. <laughs> oh, I'm going cow, to audit the tight. FFA. Because fair, why make Bruno come out and apologise for using a bit of Aussie vernacular in the presentation on wednesday night okay he dropped the f-bomb he didn't mean it it was done in the
0: context of celebration vamos to you
3: <laughs>
0: warren yes vamos to what you're saying <laughs> okay let's go anyway keep going So yeah
4: yep and i'm gonna audit fox sports oh, you oh. know why oh, we'll never work there. Why seagull why
3: do they persist <laughs> the seagull the seagull no. shot there goes didn't fox like sports why oh, do yeah. they
4: persist yeah in, in showing the Indian Premier League on Fox Sports, it's, they maybe could have saved some money on the Premier League, kept the pre, kept, saved some money on the Indian Premier League, kept it for the English Premier League, and we wouldn't have to watch it on Optus feeling like we're watching it four days after it actually happened. So there's my audit.
2: And it will never work for Optus either. Yeah, right.
4: <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, if there's Diaga.
3: anyone out there from Telstra that would yeah, like to contact the Agus. Does
0: Galaxy, still, Galaxy cable TV still operate? Uh, no Maybe idea.
2: there's a job there. Fetch. The people from Fetch. Yeah. We're in, in, here. The, in the accounting world, that's called a multifaceted audit. Yeah. There you go, Warren it's compl- Diaga, I told you it was complex. With thanks to uh, Tax Talk. Hey, 942 911 16. Vinny didn't give the prize away with thanks to SPT Football. Make sure you stay on the line because we are giving that prize away Right after this break, this is the Fort Diego's final whistle on 11.16 SEN, Melbourne's home of football. Joining us tonight on the final whistle here in 11.16 SEN, Melbourne's home of football. One all Melbourne victory and Perth glory tonight at Amy Park. Keough scoring in the 17th minute, Barisha in the 41st. And if you haven't heard the crowd tonight, it's 16,017 people uh, at Amy Park. So there you go to the text messages that have been asking about the crowd. 9429 uh, 1116. 9, Vinnie Venezuela will give away an SPT football uh, $50 voucher in the next... Uh, five minutes or so, so make sure you are listening or you give us a call, 9429 1116. Let's go to Alan on the road, and thanks for your patience there, Alan, and welcome to the final whistle.
5: Yeah, thanks, guys. Listen, before I have my say, um, I can't believe people are saying that Bessart uh, has got to be benched. Like, who are you going to replace him with George Howard? Like, come on. <laughs> yep. that's, that's, that's probably the problem that Muscat has. There's no depth in uh, that position, let alone uh, the midfield. But my main um, call is I reckon Muscat got all three substitutions wrong.
1: Mahazi to come off of
5: Buzanik, you're chasing a goal, what's Mahazi going to give you that Buzanik can't? And then he puts um, Ingham on for Calfella. Calfella's been playing bloody good and dangerous all night. Ingham's been cold. And then you put Bester on and then you give him five minutes and you take Rojas off. I reckon he got all three substitutions wrong.
3: Alan, you speak a lot of wisdom and sense. I like that. I, I tend to agree with you on that one. I think FBK was playing really well, and uh, yeah, I wouldn't have um, made those changes either.
0: You, you just don't... You know, I, I see what Alan's saying, and a, I know there's those other callers, and we've got people off the Twitter and also SMS criticising Kevin Muskett for the same thing, and I can fully understand why people might be doing that. But what we don't know is what's behind the scenes. He said
4: Roa has had a tight hamstring. Well,
0: there you go. So there might be a bit of that uh, with Ben Kalfala. He, he hasn't been playing regularly. Maybe he may not have been following Kevin Musket's instructions. Who knows? Sometimes just a change. I mean, Bister came on a couple of weeks ago and scored. So maybe you're throwing, when you when you're playing against a team and you're creating so many chances, maybe it's just a change of personnel. At that time, I agree with Alan and many other people, why is he doing that? But at the same time, I'm a bit loath to really criticise, without knowing, the background and the reasoning
3: behind what, why he did that. That's because you want people to keep talking to you when you go do your little… Um... That,
0: that's straight from the change rooms, by <laughs> the way. I, I've got that straight from Alan, the change rooms.
3: Alan, I'm with you. I, I, and I agree. I think FBK should have stayed on. And just to add to what you were, the theme of what you were saying, if you're going to bring Bajster on, bring him on for a little bit longer than three minutes. Because if he's a game changer uh, that you brought, especially over from Germany, you got to be fit enough to play at least ten minutes. Even if you are sort of uh, trying to pick up the pieces, so you're my man, Alan. Ooh. You're my man. <laughs> there you go, Hey, Alan. You on the line? Yes, I am. Well, Vinny's nominated you, mate. Congratulations.
2: You've picked up the $50 voucher with thanks to SPT Football. They're Australia's true football destination. You can check them out at sptfootball.com.au or you can go to 182 Whitehorse Road in Blackburn, mate. Well done. Yeah, thanks, guys. No worries. Thanks, Stay on the line and uh, we'll take
3: your details down and uh, you'll get that sent to you. And, Alan, I want you to go get a T-shirt, made that says, I'm Vinny's man, <laughs> with your 50 bucks. Good on you, Alan. Thanks for your call tonight. Let's go to Craig
2: who's on the road. G'day, Craig, and thanks for holding.
5: G'day, guys. No worries. Thanks. Love the show. Um, Guys, pretty frustrated tonight. I think that that's almost registered as a loss for us tonight, Um, just purely for the fact that I don't think we'll ever play a Perth glory side as weak as that again this season. And so I think we've really missed an opportunity there. I wanted to mention tonight about uh, Jason Guerrier. Last week, I thought he was outstanding and probably one of the key reasons we played so well. This week in the first half, he was lacking touch, it looked like he was finding it difficult to control the ball. His first touch was pretty awkward. He put himself and other players under pressure regularly. It was great to see him pick it up in the second half. But I just wanted to get your thoughts on where he's at and the fact that he's on that borderline, I feel, of becoming a great player, but he just needs consistency.
0: I agree, Craig. Um, and I think he is on that, that sort of that edge of of going the next step. But maybe maybe having being selected for the Socceroos last, last season, I believe, uh, with Ange Postacoglu. A lot of people were talking him up last season. Maybe he's feeling that pressure of expectation, but he's only still a young player. So that whole idea that you know, young players are prone to inconsistency at times, I think he's a magnificent athlete. I think his future is, as a centre-half, I think he's one of those just great athletes who can use... well. He's not using the ball all that well right now, but I've seen him when he's on song. He actually uses the ball quite well coming out of the back half, uh, and he's a, a, a quite a good defender when he switches on to that. So I think his long-term future is a centre-half, uh, but you know, I just think he's just struggling with the expectation of where people think he's at right now. Uh, and he even came out, I think, mm. in the media during the week and he admitted oh. that things weren't going
3: so well for him. Well, after the soccer squad got named and he wasn't in it, yep. he said that, uh, yeah, I don't deserve to be in it at the moment. I'm not quite there yet. And look, I agree with you. I think he's a, he's a brilliant player, but he's just not he's not where he wants to be right now too.
2: Hey, thanks for your call there, Craig. I, thought he, I think he's
0: been coming into the season. I thought tonight you probably yeah. um, was... He was... turned over the ball a bit in the first yeah. 20 minutes and you know, he just can't afford to do... Just t- t- turning over the ball, position is gold. Turning over the ball at that level, especially unforced turnovers, that really brings your team down.
2: Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Uh, we're here for uh, another hour tonight, so uh, we'd love to hear from you. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Let's go to Peter on the road. G'day, Peter. and Welcome to the final whistle. <laughs> you there, Peter?
10: How we going, boys?
2: Yeah, we're well. You want to talk about uh, Kevin Musket's subs as well?
1: Yeah, as the moment, like, um I reckon we've made defensive subs when we shouldn't have and
7: attacking sh- attacking subs when we shouldn't have. It should have been the other way around, I reckon.
2: So there you go. Vinny, um you talked about that. You you were yeah. hot on this as a as Yeah, a bit I of an think issue. We,
3: we, we we I agree with you. Full on.
10: Yeah. Well at,
1: at, well also people have to get off um Bessart's back because I reckon that once he starts scoring and getting going that he'll be up in there
7: again, up amongst the top scorers of the
0: league. Yeah, and I and I think uh, look, I, I personally think that even if like if his work rate drops off or he shows a poor attitude, there's a reason to drop him. If he has, if he is he, if he's missing you know, the target with his shots, but still in the right position and works his way in that position and takes the attention of the defenders, the opposition defenders, I think he's still f- performing a role for you. And, you know, as I think I'm not sure whether it was Muskie or someone before the game tonight uh, on the Fox Sports team was talking about how Rojas is that now enjoying a little bit of freedom because of all the attention on Berisha. Bar- uh, so that, let's not discount what, you know, what joy Rojas is getting with the with the, you know, Special emphasis on Berisha uh, on the same pitch.
2: Thanks for your call there, Peter. Really appreciate that. Just off the text message, uh, the whole Bar- Barisha discussion tonight. No Finkler, no Barbarousas. This is what Barisha is missing.
0: I agree. I agree.
2: The service that Barisha is getting is a step behind what he's used to. The man is one step ahead of his teammates, proven striker. Um, Bessart is one of the hardest working players by far. It shocks me how much our fans bag him. Once he gets his timing back, we will love him again. That's Panner.
3: Yeah, sometimes he's one step ahead of the defensive line. Yeah, absolutely.
0: No. I, I have no, you know, <laughs> he is a lot. <laughs> you, you know what I love about this this whole thing? They're it, they're poles apart. There's a there's a group of fans who who you can see what he's doing, think he's a must in that team, and others think he should he should be dropped and he's not performing well at all. I think there's merit in both those arguments, but right now I don't think Muskie's got an option. You've got to play the guy and. When he explodes, he'll explode, and he'll, if he gets in a bit of form, he'll be a regular goal scorer, scorer for you because he's shown that
3: in the last, you know, with Brisbane Roar, and he showed you with Melbourne Victory too. Sometimes it concerns, because Bess Uprisha always wants the ball. Sometimes I worry that Victory overpass or they, they don't someone doesn't go for it themselves because they've got to get it to Ber- Berisha Otherwise, they'll cop an earful. I don't know whether that's uh. really the case. But tonight, I felt there were a couple of occasions in the second half where someone else should have just ta- ha- taken a pop instead of laid it off to someone else. It was a bit of... But bit Vinny, of- I, I, I see Rojas, I,
0: and in fact, for a, such a young guy, I don't see him being intimidated by Barisha being on the pitch. In fact, last week when he scored a go- one of the goals against uh, Newcastle on the break, uh, he, ha- he could have crossed a square ball to Brisha to tap it in, but he took a shot and scored himself. Troisi's taking a lot of shots at goal himself at the moment. He won't dish it off to Brisha. So I'm not sure that's happening as much as maybe in the past. We're
2: going to have to take a break now, boys, and uh, we'll go to the news after the break. It was the night where Melbourne victory and Perth Glory played out a one-all draw, Keogh scoring in the 17th minute, Brisha in the 41st in front of 16,017 at Amy Park. We'll be back with more of the Diego's on 11.16 SEN, Melbourne's home of football.
0: 1116
2: SEN, the four Diego's. Welcome to the final whistle here in 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of football. Rodrigo Rodriguez with you. Thanks for your company. Vinny Venezuela is here as well as Warren Diego and Carlos Alberto Diego are all in the house tonight. We've been here for an hour. We're here for the next hour, so we'll take your calls. 9429 1116. 9, uh, it was one all tonight, Melbourne victory and Perth glory. Keo scoring in the 17th and Barisha in the 40th. First minute in front of 16,017 people at Amy Park. Warren, what did you think of this game?
4: Well, I, thought it was a, I thought it was a display from Melbourne Victory that shed light on what is coming. I think it shed light on the fact that what's coming is a team that's going to be extremely dangerous coming into the second half of the season. I would reclassify the hotline for Melbourne Victory fans who seem at the moment to me to be on edge for some reason. There's no need to be fearful of Melbourne no. City. There's no need to be worried <laughs> no. about what's coming behind you. Patronising, smug.
0: Not.
4: To me, we, re- we renamed the hotline in the second hour yep. to the keep calm and move on hotline. Just move on to the next game. Keep calm. Barisha will be okay. Five goals so far this season. Andy Keogh and Bruno Fornaroli lead the goal kicking with seven goals each. So don't worry. Melbourne victory i have only had one loss in the last six games. Nothing to worry about. Don't see anything here. Marco Rojas interrupted start to the season because of all-whites duty. Don't worry. He's coming good. He's almost back in. Worry. Alex Tobin form. James Gerrissi fell on his shoulder early in the season. Only coming good. Has a lot of shots from outside the box. Eventually he'll be on target. <laughs> There's so many Warren, positives. Warren,
3: did you lose all your city friends and now you <laughs> want some victory friends or something? What's going no, on I'm, there? But You're messing with our emotions. I don't mate.
4: feel I don't feel the need. I don't feel the need to enter into this you know, this false doom and banter. Doom. This no, this banter that Carlos seems to get from the town hall meetings that he has, <laughs> you know, around this false this false sense of insecurity for Melbourne Victory. The worry that Melbourne City are marauding, you know, into their streets, into the streets of their town. It's Melbourne Victory are good tonight. I'm telling you now, would you be surprised if Melbourne Victory and Melbourne City play off for the title at the end of the season? Wouldn't surprise me because... <laughs> wouldn't surprise me because victory are a
0: very 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 good side very good smug and patronizing that's all i say about Gee. this guy he thinks city have won something and now he's a, he's, a, he's all, the all knowing oracle of world football that's the word we used uh, on absolutely uh, as oracle. i said as i said earlier melbourne victory fans are just much deeper than that <laughs> They, they, they like to scrutinise the team. They don't, just, they don't accept the scoreboard. They have a look at every player's performance. They expect more because they're used to it. They're used to winning and used to winning with style, uh, Warren. Just to win or just to get a draw and they were okay and you know, all that sort of garbage is just not what it's all about. Tonight they're sitting down with their notepad, with the video right now. They're watching the game again. And they're going through every aspect of this game to make victory better. When they ring up here... It's, it, we're, we're the conduit to victory. The fans ring here, tell us what they think, and it's going all the way to victory to make them better, Warren. You don't know what that means. Because City has just won something, and suddenly you're all-knowing,
3: oracle of world football. <laughs> really? I, I felt victory were, were almost, well, barcelona like Like you (laughs) you did say that you did say that (laughs) i was kind of hoping you wouldn't say that on air no i look in the sense that we were as 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 potent as we were ever going to be without winning a game you know the ball was moving it was moving all the time yeah Yeah.
0: i thought they were a little bit real madrid 1963 (laughs) or 1961 when they won the european cup but anyway my cup is half full that's all i'm
3: saying that's true Yeah. yeah
2: Hey, 9429 1116, give us a call. Tonight's show is brought to you by St Monica's College at the Northern Football Academy in Epping. Best on Plumbing and Tax Talk, our great sponsors. It's 11 past 11. I
9: know you're going to take this.
2: Carlos's young gun. With thanks to the Northern Football Academy at St Monica's College in Epping. They've got a wonderful uh, football academy. It starts in 2017, so you need to enrol right now. Uh, for more details, check out their website or go to 9409 double eight double zero. Give the team there a call and uh, get your son or yourself into that football account. And this
0: young guy, uh, he's not from Melbourne Victory. And for those people who are thinking, and Marcus out there who had a crack at me for being anti-Perth Glory in the first hour, uh, have a listen to this. Brandon Wilson, the fullback, a 19-year-old fullback for uh, Perth Glory, who Kenny Lowe attracted back from Stockport County, would you believe, uh, and now playing in Perth. I thought he had a great game filling in today for uh, Josh Risden. He's not filling and, in. And let the record show yeah. that this decision was made in the green room pre show, Mark. I yep. don't think that. Yes, uh, absolutely. Carlos. He, he's a terrific young player. And uh, I like what Kenny Lowe's doing at Perth in that he's attracting all these young guys who have gone over to play over in England and he's bringing them all back at a good age, playing in their hometown mostly. And uh, some of them might go on and play for Australia. Who knows? But nice Brandon one. Wilson. Is the young gun of tonight? Uh, with thanks to St Monica's uh, uh, Northern Football Academy. Oh,
2: it'll, it'll be on his Wikipedia site Absolutely. now. He was Carlos's young gun. Yes, but yeah.
4: No, I was going to say. I don't think. Um, I think one mistake Carlos made in that little segment was he's not filling in. He'll be. Troop. He'll be in that team. Well, you know, I mean, Risdon comes back, but yeah, he's he's going to be in the team. He'll take the place of the other two on the other side.
0: It doesn't matter, it, but they're getting some good young boys who yeah, are filling in. And, and what they said before the game is that some of these guys you don't know about who are coming in and filling in are actually quite good young players. And Wilson showed that tonight.
2: There you go, just um, off the text message. Let's make victory great again, from, a, <laughs> from Adrian Trump in Geelong. That's beautiful, Adrian. Thank you for that. Hey, nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Let's go to Kevin in Reservoir. He wants to talk about Kevin Muscat tonight and his subs. G'day, Kevin. Thanks for holding and welcome to the final whistle.
11: Thanks, guys. I'm going to play devil, devil's advocate with the, uh, especially the Ben Cassella, uh change. I, look, Gasulla played well tonight, but uh, Ingham came on as three, you know, three maybe four chances to score, whereas Ben didn't really have many chances for the whole game. And look, if if, if Ingham scores one of those chances, everyone's hailing Muskets' changes, fantastic, well done, blah blah. well, look, he missed, and that's a bit unlucky, but. I thought it was actually a good change. Ingham was probably more attacking than what Ben was. So, you know, what? I, I guess, you know, I'm going to say hats off to Muskie in that
0: change. Look, and look. Kevin, just on that point, a couple of weeks ago, I think against Wellington, uh, he brought on Ingham and also Bister, and they both scored. So then it was a good, yes, a really good uh, sub, and tonight it wasn't. And Ingham was just inches away with that shot that just passed the post, and his touch was awful on the one that came over the top. If he had brought that down nicely, he would have finished there. So... It was just—it was inches away from being for him being a genius, really. Kevin Musket. Did you have any thoughts on the other subs, Kevin?
11: Uh, look, I've, you know, I don't think um, Bosanic did too well, regardless. Like, every time he receives the ball, he plays the ball backwards. He's not really helping us go forward. He's more of a, yeah, he spends too much time playing backwards rather than playing forward. So, to be honest, I don't rate uh, Bosanic at the moment. I think he's quite out of form. And you know, look, I probably should have came on maybe ten minutes earlier. Uh, and Roy has sort of died off a little bit in that last sort of 10 or 15 minutes. So, you know, there you go. In a day at, nil, at one all, you've got to try something. You know, if if Musket made no changes, you know, people ringing up now going, ah, for God's sake, Musket made no changes. Why didn't he make a change?
0: Um, Actually, think- Kevin, you're not Kevin Musket, are you?
11: <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah. But in saying that, look, I just think, you know, the fans need to pull their heads in and stop winching. Like, it's just a joke. We're sitting there on the ladder and it's almost like we're, we're in relegation, or not? But there is relegation, yeah. but we're on the bottom of the ladder, and we're playing terribly. Like maybe we smash them tonight. If you look at possession stats, we had you know sixty-five, seventy percent possession. You know we're getting pretty close to to the old old number of Victory, other than you know like putting away our chances.
3: So. Kevin, what <laughs> was Barcelona like possession? Can I just say
0: that? <laughs> what I'd say, Kevin, is that I don't mind. The victory fans coming on, and you know, and saying Bereshik should be dropped or Musket's done the wrong. I just think the expectations are so high at that club, that you know, and everyone's encouraged to have an opinion, and I think it's terrific. Uh, look, this this show wouldn't survive if it wasn't for the opinions, the diverse opinions that are out there. But Kev, thanks for yours. Thanks for your call, there, Kevin. Really appreciate that.
2: Nine four two nine. Eleven sixteen. Give our hotline a call. Uh, Warren, what did what did you call the
4: hotline? Uh, the hotline. Yes. Or uh, the... Stay calm and move on. That's ah, that's it. Stay calm that's and it. move on. Stay, hotline. Stay calm. Move on to the next game. Nine
2: four two nine eleven sixteen. Like John in Mooney Ponds has called. Good day, John, and welcome to the final whistle. Hi guys. How are we? Yeah, very well. How are you going on this Friday? Oh, good,
11: good. It's good to hear uh, Warrens inform. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Well,
1: you must have heard Van Skip's uh, classic press conference.
4: He did.
0: Oh, yes, we're going to talk weird. about that in I a minute was, there, I was, John.
4: I, had yes,
5: a... to... I spoke to David, David Davidovich, though. He reckons they're
4: going to bring out the glass at half time. Oh. Oh, yeah. Actually, I reckon John should probably <laughs> keep his distance. I reckon, I don't know, John Aloisi. Well,
0: for those people who don't know, um, and John, I know we'll make sure that you get your say in a second, but those people uh, who don't know about the press conference, John Van Skip came out and responded to John Aloisi's comments. That Melbourne City are, are an overly aggressive team right now, and they're a team of divers. And he didn't and...
4: congratulate C- um, City on winning their first thing. Absolutely. In fact, it and was and an John unusual. John Van
0: Skip took the bait. Well, he asked he...
4: himself the question, Carlos. He wasn't asked by the journo's. John Van Schip actually said, "Michael, talking about to Michael Lynch, <laughs> I'm going to tell you. am going to tell you that John Aloisi said this. If you could ask me a question about it, I'd really appreciate <laughs> it." So he's feeling, he's feeling. Very, very, very... Empowered? Full. Empowered? Oh, yes. You know, empowered and confident. He's got silverware now. Yes, I think, silverware. I think, it, I think he's been sucked in. But anyway, let's go back to John. John wants to
2: talk about Rashid Mahazi. G'day, John.
5: Yeah, um, yeah I know I'm calling up in the second hour, but I'm just right. puzzle, boys. Why? Um. Why Mahazi
11: came
10: on before Biester?
0: It's. I reckon it's purely... Firstly, they, they play different positions, so it may be a structural thing. Uh, And who knows, Bazanich might be carrying something at the moment uh, for Mahazi to come on. And I know he's a favourite of Kevin Musket, according to my town hall meetings, right? He's a favourite of Kevin Musket. Uh, The Beister apparently is well short of a gallop at the moment. He's just nowhere near match fitness. Otherwise, he'd be getting more game time because, you know, from what I hear, he's... Performance of training is uh, getting Town better and hall better. meeting again? No. If you just took notice of what's happening at training, Warren, <laughs> uh, yeah, do I, your homework. I don't get down to They're training. Apparently he's showing glimpses, but he's nowhere near match fitness at the moment, which is really awful. Uh, you know, I wonder if Victory knew he was this out of, out, of, uh, you know, out of match fitness because at this time of the year, getting him in so late, and now he's going to take six or seven weeks to get match fit. I don't know if that's been a good purchase. Uh, so I might criticise Melbourne Victory over that. But that's probably the reason I believe, John, uh, that that, 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 is, uh, that decision was made.
2: Thanks for your call there, John. Really appreciate that. Hey, if you want to have your say tonight, if you're a Melbourne Victory fan, how do you feel tonight after the one all draw? Do you feel like it was a loss or are you encouraged by their performance um, in their one all draw against Perth Glory? 9429 1116. Or send us a text on zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. 1116. Just hear one... Uh, Melbourne City have won the FFA Cup, but beaten Victory twice in five weeks, and will beat them again on the seventeenth of December. Take it to the bank, Warren. Suki, Suki, La La, Carlos, Tom in Greenvale.
4: Oh yeah, no, Tom, Tom, Tom. I'm going to caution you here, cautionary tale. Oh, oh. I'm never, I'm never cocky like that. Oh yeah, ever, ever, (laughs) ever. I'm always glass half full. Yeah, but there's a fine line between glass half full and (laughs) being a bit. You know, cocky around the situation.
0: Let's just take one game at a time. City I'm will go you, no. I know you're trying to put a lid on it. No, City I don't. Will go into that game favourites. It doesn't matter what victory do right now. City will go into that City game favourites. City could favorite. lose tomorrow night, Carlos. It doesn't matter. City at the moment of the flavour of the month, they'll go into that game favourites, and we'll see how victory and maybe victory will cope with that better than what mm. they
3: did earlier. Like chasing you down, absolutely.
2: Hey, boys, there's a couple of uh, text messages here tonight uh, wanting us to maybe have a bit of a chat about Andy Keogh. Andy Keogh has to be the most underrated player in the, in the league, has one of the best strike rates for uh, his time here, and he's such a clinical finisher. finisher uh, one chance for the night and makes the victory pay Brock and Glenn Huntley. And also, boys, no-one's mentioned uh, Andy, Andy Keogh. Strike rate is remarkable. Mm. Showed it tonight and against City a few weeks ago. Holds the front-line solo um, and uh, chances are put away. No Keogh, no glory. Tom?
4: He became Perth's all-time leading scorer tonight. I think uh, 29th goal tonight, seven goals this season. He's going at over a goal every two games, which I think, you know, in terms of striker's measurement of success, I think he's played slightly over 50 games for Perth and
0: 29 How goals. How does he match up with Bruno Fornaroli? You know, in, in the, in the, not only the stats, but the importance he is to that side. Yeah, I think oh, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's hard to compare. They play very... No, There's two strikers and they score yeah. goals. Oh, okay.
4: All, <laughs> well. I'd take Bruno over Andy. No, but I'm, not, I'm just saying. How, if, you know, they're, they're equally in, in important. In 20 years' time, when we're looking at these two players. Oh, it won't be even a conversation. Fauna Roli will be well out in front. i have to say that. But
0: I, I don't have the the, the goals but, tally in front oh, of me. Bruno's slightly ahead of Andy He's looking for data, MDKO. Warren. He's looking for data.
4: Bruno's going at about... A goal and a half every two games. I think Andy Keogh suffers from the
0: fact that he's playing for Perth. Oh, yeah. If he was playing for Melbourne Victory and scoring the same goals or Sydney FC, uh, it could be. Uh, If he was playing for uh, one of the Melbourne teams or a Sydney team, he would be up there in the same chatter as Bruno Forneroli, okay. I, I
3: said this on Wednesday because we were talking about uh, Melbourne City's ascendancy and how some people were saying, oh, because they've got all the Man City money behind them, they can just buy whoever they want. The fact that uh, Keo is in this league, to me, says that uh, we, you can get good quality players without being sort of connected to big clubs. And he is, I think, as you say, or seem to be alluding to, a very important player to that team. And he, he's a game changer because he can... He takes his chances, and at the moment, it comes off the boot and goes into the net for Andy Keogh.
2: What do you think of uh, tonight's crowd before we go? We go to a break, guys. Uh, Sixteen thousand and seventeen um, on a Friday night. No North Terrace. Uh, no FFA Cup. The wheels are falling off the victory bus. These fingers, but uh, no, that was a that, good that's crowd. Not a got, bad crowd.
0: They got nineteen, I think, last week. Victory. No, that, no, that's low for victory, but you know, but that's not chronic. It's not something that. It's not a pattern. Oh, I'm surprised that's you didn't make something big out of it, Carlos. <laughs> Really, I mean, you, but are you, you saying, tend to overhype on, are, are most you, are, you ch- are you telling me that a 16,000 crowd is telling us some sort of story about victory right now? No, I think it's a good crowd tonight. It's not a good crowd for victory. Oh. It's a disappointing crowd for victory, but there's no pattern. No, there's no start- pattern. They, okay. got, they got over, I think they got
4: yeah. 21,000 or more against the Wellington, Wellington game. They've had 19
0: in previous that games. I think they're going if, okay. If they start getting 15s and 16s regularly, that's a worry for this club. It's, it would be joy for City to get those sort of figures, but for Melbourne Victory, it's, uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it would be disappointing if they kept on getting those sort of crowds. Hey, uh, we'll come back with more of the Diego's As we go to the break,
2: uh, with thanks to Fox Sports, let's have a listen to Kevin Muskett with Michael Zapponi on the final whistle here on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of football. I just I had a chat to Marco and just said tactically is there anything else you could have done tonight I mean you created all those chances so when you look back at it uh, and you look for areas of improvement is it just about your finishing?
10: Oh look yeah I mean we can't be too, too critical but it was one of those it was a night for us where you know we weren't our sharpest in front of goal you know we, had, uh, you know, we hit the woodwork a few times and you know uh, threw everything at them you know and, uh, and all you can do in those situations is work to get the opportunities and then uh, you know the tactics uh, doesn't have the last pass what about your substitutions uh rashid mahazi coming on and we saw max Beister coming on and you had daniel jojewski
2: at your disposal you didn't choose to use him just talk us through the the, the changes in that second half
10: um, look i thought ollie was you know ollie put in a, a hell of a lot of work um so i just wanted to freshen it up in there he was obviously tiring because of the amount of work he, he was doing um and then uh, when we brought john i just wanted a little bit more energy and a little bit more pace and you know joe could have, got a, could have got a couple of goals as well, you know. Only missed by inches, and I suppose that sums up our night really. It was a matter of inches, and, uh, and then obviously Marco was, you know, tightening up for his hamstring as well. So uh, all in all, you know, from you know from our perspective, if we look back at that the, I don't think we could have done much more apart from you know take the opportunities, and you know the, the, it could have been you know, it could have been three or four, you know, if we were clinical in front of goals. But um, we'll keep plugging away because the performance was good. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Cheers, but Thank you.
2: That'll get you going on a Friday night here in on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of football with the Fort Diego's final whistle. Melbourne victory and Perth glory won all tonight. Keo in the 17th and Barisha in the 41st minute. 16,017 people at Amy Park tonight. Hey, nine four we're here to take your calls. Tell us what you think about the game. If you're a victory supporter, if you're not a victory supporter, if you're a Perth glory fan... Who uh, Melbourne tri- City fan? Melbourne maybe, City if you want to fan in? as well. Give us a call. Tell us your thoughts. We love the diversity of opinion here on the Diego's. Vinny Venezuela, what's Twitter telling us at the moment?
3: Yes, uh, Dean Rosario has tweeted in 19 more matches for MVC, MVFC to play. We've just watched 90 minutes of wonderful passing, moves and creativity. Only blemish was finishing. So he's up. He's yep. positive. The only word missing there was Barcelona-like <laughs> uh, possession.
2: Yes, thank you very much there, Dean. For Diego, at Fort if you want to check us out on Twitter, nine four Let's go to Bob in Ball. We might have a different opinion there. Let's go to Bob. Bob, welcome to the show.
8: Gentlemen, good evening. Good evening to you, Bob meeting at the fruit market tonight, but um, that's, 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 that's another issue. What's on um, special? Um, bananas have gone up since we did tonight.
2: I know. They but let's
8: talk about let's talk about the real issue taking a bit of um, uh, hot air at the moment. Uh, all these milk bars trying to get back into the A-League, I thought, <laughs> I thought Frank uh, put an end to that, so do we have to go to the... To 24 million people to vote that uh, we're moving <laughs> forward and we're not moving, we're not going back to the 50s, if you know what I mean. But they have have but a referendum the over it. It.
0: The a plebiscite. <laughs> Bob,
8: this is, this is pathetic. This yeah. is pathetic. Uh, Bob, but
0: everyone, has got a right to put a proposal in, Bob.
8: This, aren't this, they? And this backyarder that's uh, popped up, what's his name again, William, um, the chairman of um, that uh, coffee operation down there at Lakeside. What's <laughs> what's his um, what's his oh. mantra?
2: Uh, At South Melbourne That's
8: correct Yeah
2: Yeah, I can't remember (laughs) Bob,
0: look mate I understand I respect your opinion But I think everyone's got a right To put a proposal in And you never know Maybe the people down there FFA have softened Over, you know Maybe letting some of these Traditional clubs back in Who knows
4: I was um, talking This is sort of related To what Bob was saying I was listening on SEN tonight The the pre-game coverage And they were talking about The fact that At the moment The range of media companies that are looking to bid. Apparently, all four free-to-air networks are in for the A-League rights. You're talking BN Sports, possibly. Fox have got the last bid on... No, no they've actually... They've got, no, the last... They've got the final... They've got the final... They can match the final bid, I think, Fox. I thought that actually is, has expired. No, I... Th- yeah, well, okay. I th- right. But apparently, you know, it's... The synergy is all around you know,
0: expansion and where that, it's going. It's broadcast appeal, yeah, that's what it is. It is, it's So, So, Bob, amazing. are you saying that there should be a restriction on who, you know, who should put a bid in?
8: Uh, gentlemen, I think uh, when Sir Frank Lowy took over the league, we're basically moving forward into mainstream clubs for all Australians, 24 million, not these, um, as I said, uh, corner milk power operations that operated in the 50s and 60s. We've moved forward. We've yeah. made four world, we're about to make our fourth World Cup.
0: Yeah, yeah, but Bob, can the question I ask, we had a spokesperson for the South Melbourne bid, we've had someone from uh, the Tassie, you know, supporting the Tassie bid on the last couple of weeks too. What I ask them is, what's going to make them mainstream? What's, what's going to give them broadcast appeal? And anyone from South Melbourne who thinks that South Melbourne in its previous guise, as, a, as a, a club purely for the Greek community... Uh, think that they're going to get in the A-League while they're deluding themselves. The question is, are they able to really embrace mainstream Australia and become a a really, truly inclusive club? If they can do that, I welcome their bid. Uh, I'm not saying they might get in, but I welcome their bid if they're they're able to do that, Bob.
8: Uh, You answered my question. First thing you'd have to ask them is change your colours to fluorescent green. They'll say no.
3: Okay, Bob. Can I ask you this? Uh, do you think Melbourne, the, the city of Melbourne, needs c- can can have another team? So let's say south the South Melbourne proposal is probably um, enticing because it would mean that uh, you can have another derby, a Melbourne derby, in here.
8: Definitely not. And while I've got you there, um, with the grand final possibly City versus Victory, we can't play it at Melbourne City's home ground, Etihad Stadium. So we have to go to the MCG. Do you agree on that?
0: Uh, I think there's Melbourne, every potential. Melbourne City's home ground. Eddie had. No, Melbourne Victory's home ground. Oh, sorry. I thought uh, Bob said... Uh, well, look, I, you know, I think we're not far away from having a derby at MCG. You know, 60,000, 70,000 people at a derby. I think we've, you know, within the next three or four years, we'll have that.
4: Do you know on expansion, and thanks, Bob, for your call, that Malcolm Turnbull officially came out, not in a town hall meeting, Carlos, but he actually <laughs> came out and formally backed the Tasmanian oh, Big during
0: the don't week. don't, really. He did. I mean, he also, he no, also backed... Come on, Bob Hawke. He also backed Port Adelaide playing a game in China. And they are. Right? And said that Port Adelaide play the most exciting brand of AFL football, uh, football in general, in Australia. And he said it in China. I mean, really, do you think Malcolm Turnbull really knows what he's talking no, no, but about? but we were given an insight
4: a couple of weeks ago into the discussions, the high level discussion that was taking place.
0: Andrew Wilkie, who's a powerful man in Canberra, very, very powerful. What's a politician going to do? What they're going to promise? Taxpayers money to build a stadium? Yeah, That's what he do. Yeah, is that, so is that going to get... A, is a stadium in Tasmania going to get the Tasmanian bid into the A-League, is it? Is no, that what you're it's saying? going to help. And and, uh, what if if, uh, a a consortium in Geelong said that they're in bed with some MP? Well, they don't need to be in bed with an MP because that would be inappropriate, first of all. (laughs) And second of all, they've already got a ground to play. The point is that it's all about broadcast appeal. You know, everyone's going to have a fantastic proposal. In this day and age, everyone's going to look good. Everyone's going to have the right, you know, We didn't content. for the World Cup, calms, you know, that was. Very a, you know, we've <laughs> learnt a lot since that, that time. Uh, every one of these bids, whether it's Brisbane Strikers, Geelong, Tasmania, Canberra, you name it, they're all going to have fantastic bids justifying why they should be in the A-League. But if they don't have broadcast appeal, and that means full stadiums, Forty, fifty thousand people. Derbies all around the place. If you don't have that, I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. And uh, and I'll be shocked if and this is no no reflection. No, it is. It's, it it's is no, it's no it reflection is. on the Tasmanian bid it or is. the Geelong bid or the Brisbane Strikers bid. But I'd be shocked if a team from Sydney or Melbourne didn't get the first position in the next round of uh, teams to be selected. And I would think these other sides, who will have fantastic bids, will have to wait four or five years to be considered. Now, are you saying that Tasmania will get in before a Melbourne or a Sydney team? No, I didn't say that. Okay, well, they that, won't that's, just all pull, I'm, that's all they they I'm won't, saying. They, that's all I'm saying. They've got to bring in more than one team, Carlos. No, they don't. They well, don't have to bring more than one team in. They don't have to, but they, you don't they, want to go to a buy. Well, I'm telling you, they don't have to bring more than one team in. But I'd be shocked if it wasn't a Sydney and Melbourne team that came first, purely for TV purposes. It's not because they're going to have the better bids or anything. It's purely for TV, because TV want derbies. They want derbies everywhere.
2: I think they will. I think they'll bring in two teams because they'll they'll try and keep it to an even number. Will it be Sydney-Melbourne then? Bob's got some fans here on the text. Good on you, Bob. Uh, Keep the former NSL clubs out of this league. Don't turn the clock back. Tom at Greenvale, ex-Melbourne Knights member, now Melbourne City member. His name is not Bob. He's a Heidelberg supporter, says (laughs) Anonymous. 100% agree with Bob. Uh, Keep out South Melbourne of the A-League. And uh, so... Bill Papastugiadis, yep. that was his name, has got uh, he, and his, uh, he and his group who they have had some seriously high-level talks, week. haven't yeah. They? Yeah, they, with uh, the A-League?
0: I think, they're, I think the Tassie bid met with the FFA too early and South Melbourne's have met with the FFA too early because the criteria hasn't even been released yet. It's going to be released in the new year and uh, I don't know what benefits they get from meeting. From what I'm hearing, that the response from the FFA is lukewarm. Oh, you heard that where? At a town hall meeting? Town hall meeting, meeting yeah. <laughs> town hall meeting. Lukewarm to these bids. and we- Market, I thought sure. Yeah, be. they're welcoming the bids. They're welcoming. There's not, No one's going to be stopped to, you know, no one's going to be told not to put a bid in. But, uh, you know, they've been told, you know, in no uncertain terms that you need broadcast appeal. You know, Free to wear TV. You've got to have to want your product.
3: Can you bring Al McPherson in as part of the bid process?
0: Is it that glamorous? Is it something like she didn't help with the World (laughs) Cup bid just quietly? She was there with Frankie Lowy, uh, you know, at FIFA. Yeah, uh, when we uh, didn't. That's we true. One That's bids. right. Yeah, yeah, I'm was. just
3: wondering whether people their their bids, the yeah. bid proposals, are including yeah. like these sorts of presentations. Well, just don't
0: have the kangaroo, the inflatable <laughs> kangaroo, or the animated kangaroo in your bid, and you might have a chance.
2: Finny, a few weeks ago, you raised an interesting topic, and this uh, off the text message, um, you know, it kind of plays into that. What happens if South Melbourne enter the A League? Will Melbourne victory crowds drop to sub fifteen thousand? Will Will? Yeah, you know, we can maybe just talk about it briefly again. Will mm. the um, uh, the entry of, say, South Melbourne or, or another team affect the the current uh, crowds for, for the two well, it's established very, teams.
6: Very
3: interesting. We had Marie, uh, one of our listeners, Marie, said that uh, if uh, South Melbourne did get in, half of her family would, would um, switch over to, to, South Melbourne. to sa- the South Melbourne team. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that would be an interesting thing. We don't really want uh, to lose fan bases. We want to grow it. and so Yeah, but that's what uh, Bill...
2: The
0: yeah, the spokesperson for South Melbourne said that they're certainly not going to uh, not going to eat into the the, uh, the the audiences for the other clubs, you know, by introducing South Melbourne. And I'd be surprised, Vinny, because mm. those people who have embraced the A League from the old NSL have wanted the A League. They they wanted it. There's a lot of people who are South Melbourne supporters, Melbourne Knights supporters, who have refused to take on an, an A-League club, it refused to embrace the A-League because they were so disaffected about the fact that their club wasn't invited to play in the A-League. So I think anyone who's gone from a Melbourne Knights or a, Melbourne or a South Melbourne as a fan and gone and embraced a Melbourne City or victory, I'd be surprised if they went back mm. because there was a reason why they wanted the A-League in the first place. Uh, those other people who didn't want the A-League, well, they're still supporting South Melbourne and Knights.
4: Yeah, I I don't think crowd – I think rusted on Melbourne victory fans are rusted on. I don't think they're going back. They're going forward, Carlos, staying calm and going forward. That's what <laughs> they're doing.
2: Very interesting stuff. Just off the text message here again, um, Carlos, people won't gravitate to South Melbourne. Uh, there you go. So that's fairly emphatic. Yeah,
0: the South Melbourne that we know. They have to, they, they'll have to to. They've got, they've, got they've got to climb a mountain to get in because of the fear – that they're the old South Melbourne. They need to prove to everyone that they're not the, that they're not the old South Melbourne.
2: Geelong should have a side close enough for a derby with City and Victory. Uh, there you go. The Geelong, Geelong bid might have some legs.
0: It's interesting what what I was hearing from someone who looked closely, again, uh, another town hall meeting, <laughs> who looked closely
3: at Geelong. Was it the same town hall, Carl, so it was just a different town hall? This was,
2: this
0: was a Point Cook town hall.
2: <laughs> some <laughs> of our town halls are I deliberately, beautifully did. yeah, built. I didn't come to that yeah, town yeah, no, I didn't You weren't to allowed, one you
3: weren't allowed,
0: one you allowed at that town hall. You're you so emphatic about everything. Uh, but I'm telling you, if you talk to people, Warren, you could be informed <laughs> oh, yeah, one day. Just talk. Outside, the, after outside no, no, these no, four see, walls, you're wrong, have a what conversation about listen. football with someone. You listen,
4: callas You don't talk. You listen.
0: There is a guy. <laughs> there, there is a person who's part of a consortium at the moment who's putting a bid in, who researched um, named? Geelong, who researched Geelong and said it's not viable Ooh. according to them. I don't know. I didn't see the figures but they're saying it's not viable. I, we've spoken, Rodrigo, me and you have spoken have. to we've, someone. Because I, I also talk yeah, to Yeah, that's people. right. We've spoken to someone <laughs> from that area Rodrigo, who actually thinks it's viable. And you were there oh, when that oh, person, oh, I was very, standing, very important person. Oh, said, I was sipping a coffee by <laughs> your
2: right, side, Carlos. Absolutely. Yes, no, no, absolutely true. Uh, FFA are being PC um, and, and entertaining all of these other bids. and uh,
0: If they start refusing bids from Melbourne Knights, South Melbourne, you know, Sydney Olympic... You can say goodbye to the FFA Cup because they're embracing them there and not allowing them to bid. I think they've got to be seen to allowing them to bid. And they've got every chance, uh, you know, equal chance to any new franchises or any other clubs that weren't associated to the old NSL. It's all very interesting.
2: Bring back Brunswick Juventus. Uh, what, (laughs) What about Canberra? That's
0: Dave. I think Canberra, yep. No, no, no Canberra. Can- Finnicum. Canberra had every Canberra Arrows, Canberra Cosmos, Canberra Wednesday. They had them all. Canberra Wednesday. They had them all, right? And they had every opportunity, Canberra, and they've mucked it up every time. Don't bring them back, please.
2: Tassie will uh, make a great road trip weekend for Melbourne fans. Carlos, <laughs> they have electricity and TVs in Tasmania. Did you know that? <laughs> I knew that.
0: He's a
4: snob, basically. <laughs> I mean, for a man of the people, he only goes <laughs> to certain places, doesn't he? Do you find that? Um, yeah,
2: let's, go. let's have a break now because uh, it was a big night here in Melbourne of course with the A-League Melbourne victory and Perth Glory played out a 1-0 draw um, in front of 16,017 people at Amy Park and as we go to the break uh, sorry for being late tuning in Diego's I've just retreated the 22 balls Troisi and Calfella <laughs> put into the stands tonight, that was the order of the day let's take a break and come back with more of the final whistle here in 11-16 SEN, Melbourne's home of football We just had a few interesting conversations tonight. We've had, obviously, the game between Melbourne victory and Perth glory, which was one all. Keough scoring for Perth and Barisha for victory. Wasn't a bad crowd. 16,017 at Amy Park tonight. We talked about uh, Vinnie's Best On, which was uh, James James Easy. Warren did a a marvellous (laughs) tax audit. Uh, Of course, uh, Vinnie's Best On was brought to you by Best On Plumbing. Warren's tax audit, with thanks to Tax Talk, um, multifaceted... Um,
0: four-pronged, it four-pronged, was four-pronged, and, and Carlos' rambling. It was rambling. Gun. Who was your young gun? Brandon Wilson for Perth uh, Glory. Did a fantastic He's job done, as a young kid. Yeah, Carlos
4: and, has done a lot for the show tonight.
2: And that was with thanks to the Northern Football Academy at St. Monica's College in Epping. We also uh, talked about um, the new A-League teams just before, but let's just go through some text messages here because um, there's some really interesting ones. Paul, um, I'm disappointed with it. Um, with City Recruit Kale. Brandon, Collazo, Bratton and Jakobsen. we recruit a fat German who can't run. Not good enough. We have the cash to do no, better than that.
4: That's, that's, not, that's not fair and it's inaccurate. Again, I don't know whether he's a friend of Carlos. He pro- probably is. It's inaccurate. <laughs> they, they recruited Trucy, Rojas, the central defender whose name escapes me. other Doherty. And Barrow. Barrow. And the new guy, Byster. So if you're going to make the statement about Byster, and you made a statement, Carlos, that maybe he was far less physically equipped than what they expected, because I agree. That was a mistake. He should, he should be playing more than 10 minutes now, and you would think that if he was fitter, he would, based on his tape, because, you, you know, he, the promotional he, video. Well, you know he's
0: only here on loan, too. He's like, he's only yeah, here yeah. to stay. yeah. Yep. So if you're going to take five or six weeks but, to get fit... But you, I think that's you,
4: inaccurate in if, terms of the recruiting because Victory made as many changes to their roster this season as what Melbourne City did. But he's comparing the quality of recruits. Well, but I just...
0: Can, Rojas, Troisi... Okay, they're, they're two.
4: But, okay. But, but
0: he's talked about... Um, where is it? Well, um, technically,
3: is meant to I've be a did. big buy. So that,
2: you know, who... Well, he's talking about... A, a uh, promising you know, buy. Uh, Kale, Kalazo... Um, Brandon,
4: Brandon um, yeah, at know. the moment, and again, Ma- uh, Kamau. I mean, really? I would no, counsel no, really. the SMS caller. I would counsel no, no. the SMS caller to Council say, cancel or cancel.
8: That's, no, I'd counsel
4: him to <laughs> right. say no? that it's nine games in. Yep. You know, Brandon's Tra- going to fall apart But been they've injured. got a
0: point about the recruiting No, well, I, I, don't, think it, it, the, I it, don't think the I don't think the gap Man for man I don't think the gap is as big as what you have, say Have you been watching the A-League this year? Yeah, I've actually I, feel okay, I think I go man, to more games than you do, man Carlos Just man, very quietly Man for man Well, you don't have to be in the stadium to watch a game You can actually watch it on this thing called a TV Yeah, yeah, yeah
4: okay. But you know you lose <laughs> the feel Yeah, okay And I yeah. talk to the people at the game Yeah, yeah
0: in okay. The media box.
2: Uh, great to hear. Carlos is back from his hiatus, just in time to witness the silverware he dreaded. City to win. Great to see victory drop two points. There's uh, Warren's brother. I um, <laughs> no, don't do that because Sil- I'm not like that. Silvio in full. Oh, Silvio! Hang on. Don't tolerate mediocre performances at Victory. Um, Warren Diego's a North City and Liverpool fan. Mediocrity is his middle name. <laughs> oh, that's very nice. Warren, Warren, it pains me to say, but you're spot on. Thank There's you. Chris. Yep. There, there you go. Um, some, some love there for Warren Diego. Um, Kev has done his absolute best to help contribute to this draw. That feels like a 3-0 loss. There's Josh in Shepparton.
0: But there are people who are just anti-Kevin Musket. Victory no. fans, they are they're anti Kevin Musket, and they could win things, and they they'll be out uh, against him anyway. It's just the way it is. Up until a few weeks ago, they wanted to sack John Van Skip. There's got to be people in your camp. Haters going to hate. That's, absolutely Taylor, Taylor. Swift was you right. Absolutely, you've you got to keep them outside the tent, though, Carlos, as much as you can. But they get a say in this day and age with social media and whatever. They get they, they've got a voice too, Warren. Yeah, true. And you're going to have those people. You've just got to sift through the noise and it's work noise, out what's not real. A voice. You know, What's real?
3: we've talked about glorious losses and glorious draws. And I mm. I, I know I've said it before, I'm going yeah. to say it again. I, the way victory played tonight was exciting football. It's the most excited I've been about the way they played. Probably after the game against Juventus, at the, which was a pre-season game. And I thought, gee, they're looking plucky in there. Mm. It's going to be a good season. I thought today, and I know Perth is a bit depleted, but we imposed ourselves on on them for 90 minutes and... We just the, the ball just wouldn't go to the back of the yep. net and the post was in the way once and uh, yeah, I just thought we were unlucky desperately unlucky.
2: There you go, uh, Melbourne victory and Perth Glory of course won all tonight um, at Amy Park, Barisha scored and Keogh scored in front of 16,017 Hey, uh, this weekend we've got um, of course Melbourne City take on Brisbane Raw and we touched on the conversation or the barbs between uh, John Van Skip and uh, John Aloisi let's have a listen to uh, JVS and him trading barbs with uh, John Eloise.
6: And about um, John? Do not didn't have any questions about John? That's strange. About? About his uh, comments. About? Eloise. Uh, oh, Eloise. I
1: haven't seen him. Oh, okay. he said?
6: Well, he's talking again about uh, about us, uh, Michael, so... About what, sorry? He's talking again about us. Oh, is he? So, I haven't seen yeah. that.
4: Is he said something in the Brisbane media today.
6: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the most important thing is that um, he's always having a go on us, yeah. uh, on us, and and the thing that I, th- uh, yeah, think it's it's uh, he has to worry more about his own team and not about us, worry about uh, his own style and not about us because it's it's getting a bit. Uh, Child is, she's whinging like a baby. And I think um, if you start doing that, yeah. Look, just stay away from our players, criticizing them. And I think that's the most important thing. Just focus on your own team, like we're focusing on our team. It's been enough now. It's the third time. And I think, um, yeah, it should be uh, finishing here. Oh,
2: there some story, in, on the, I haven't seen it, Marco so, Monteverdi, what, is he at? Uh, a... Is a big problem? Is he is well, really? oh, Actually,
6: he's, he's criticising us, the whole team. Us, oh, the whole team. Yeah. And instead of maybe congratulating us with the win and the club that gave him the opportunity to be a head coach. But that's obviously not his style. So after three times, uh, it's enough. And um, maybe he learned from it. But otherwise, it's a shame. And uh, I want to leave it like, like that. But... Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, thanks for bringing
6: it up. Okay, Michael, we'll see each other tomorrow. <laughs>
0: there you go. Jeez. That, that, I've never heard that ever where a coach has prompted a journo who had no idea <laughs> about what happened, what was said. Um, it's I, I like he was interviewing Michael yeah, Lynch. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, and Lynch, he just didn't get it. He just didn't. <laughs> but uh, Warren, I, I'm worried for John Van Skip. For I, him, I, I think he's taken the bait. I think he's that, that John. It was so obvious. John Aloisi had said what he said to get a reaction. You know what, Carlos? I come into this show twice a week,
4: promising myself on the drive from Point Cook that I'm not going to take the bait. <laughs> and in oh, theory, you're going to do a JVS. In
0: theory, it's actually very easy to do.
4: You in, tell me. In from practice, exper- it's very
3: difficult. You
0: tell me. Yep. The oracle from Point Cook. You <laughs> tell me what the referee's going to be thinking before tomorrow's game. After the the media conversation these guys have had this week the referee yeah the referee
4: oh, I don't think the referee will take much into account
0: uh, human nature will compel him to look closely at the way Melbourne City go about it right and John Aloisi has uh-huh. even got more of a more of a uh, a buy-in from Joe Van Skip who his comments are going to affect his players. I think I think uh, Aloisi's won the media
4: oh, war this here. This is just
0: your anti-Melbourne City no,
4: bias no, coming no, out. No, I don't mind. No,
3: John Van no, Skip's hey, standing ask, up for ask, his team. Ask up for his team. That was the strangest thing I have ever yes. heard. The strangest thing. I think the FFA Cup fell on his head. <laughs> Seriously, I don't like, mind him sticking up
2: for his players. Yeah, because John Aloisi has come out. But but, Rod- but to to have a whole, a, a two minute. Uh, conversation Reminding where a he's journo. interviewing the journo was a little bit strange from JVS and yeah. I, he, he's, was, the uh, FFA Cup may have
0: fallen on his and, head and Rod, if you're a player playing under JVS, how, what's your reaction
3: going to be? You oh. love that I was, I was waiting for him to say to Lynchie, don't you read the papers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but as a player you're going to say, I'm going to stick by my coach you I'm love that,
0: this, and I'm going to be over aggressive almost, no. it's what John Aloisi wanted, it's not the over aggression he's talking about well, that's what. it mean, was that, that mean, and the diving. He was. John
4: Elwesie needs to build a bridge. Build a bridge, John. I mean, in yeah. the end, John Elwesie needs to under, and No, no, he doesn't need to understand because he's now the coach of Brisbane. But John Van Schip hired him, hired him as a player, gave him a job as a coach. Tapped him on the shoulder to replace him. So he, he should, didn't like, win seven. So he, sh- he lost
0: seventeen games so, in a row. So, no, he, he was uh, he, would, he was winless in seventeen. Winless. Days. Well, okay. What's it's the difference? It's a diff- well, it is a difference. You can win. You can draw games too. The the John Elway thing. What you should lie down as a coach just because Van Skip recruited him. No, oh, first what? time they play, I get it. Second time, I sort of
4: get it. Third time after they win a title. After they win a trophy, but, there's no need to continue the crap. But he's having a conversation with himself. If I was,
2: mm. if I was the media manager at uh, Melbourne City, I would have tapped him on the side and said, hey, John, don't forget that Ross Aloisi is John's brother. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a tough bugger. That's right. You know, so yeah. <laughs> just, just go, you know, don't go too... Oh, so that, to, uh, that was the
0: most incredible thing I've heard. don't I didn't think I've heard a coach... <laughs> remind the journo <laughs> really? not even
4: and not then even, talk him into it oh, here we go, and Carlos. convince him. Not even just, in a town hall meeting, Carlos? Finally, we
2: agree with Carlos. Stop. <laughs> Spot on, Carlos. Hey, there you go. Hey, we're going to take a break now and come back with more of the final whistle on 11.16 SEN, Melbourne's Home of Football.
10: On
0: 11.16 SEN, the Four Diego's.
2: Yes, time flies when you're having fun on the final whistle. Melbourne victory and Perth glory won all just in case you've joined us. Uh, Keogh scored in the 17th, Barisha in the 41st minute, it was one all in the end. Sixteen thousand and seventeen people at Amy Park. Um, SEN's call of the game, of course, uh, is happening again on uh, Saturday night for Melbourne City and Brisbane Royal. Just big game, big game. John Aloisi and John Van What do you think about this game, Warren? Given that you know the boys, will the boys still be celebrating?
4: Oh, there's no doubt they would have. They would have. Um they would have hit the, t- the tiles pretty hard.
0: No, you they know? wouldn't have. Oh,
4: they should have. It's,
0: it's a professional
4: <laughs> these should've. days. They should have. Jimmy
0: Carl apparently was icing all night and went to recovery next morning. Oh, well, that's good. But danger game uh, for Melbourne. According to the messages oh, I get. yeah, yeah, the inside. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, danger right. game
4: for City. I'll really, I'll tell you, I'll be more convinced about their ability to win a title when I see them play tomorrow night, I'll be there. Nah, it, I'll be there amongst oh, the people Warren, too.
0: Warren, I, they, I expect them, them. I expect them to lose tomorrow night, but it'll make there'll be no reflection on the rest of the season. It'll be a downer. Brisbane are up for it, uh, but it will mean nothing. By way of what's going to happen for the rest of the season if they lose tomorrow night? Yeah,
3: look, I think someone's going to pull uh, Bratton's hair out of his <laughs> bun. It would be one of his old teammates. Yeah, one well, of his old teammates. Some sort of <laughs> yeah. uh, training Unfinished ground business. Spat. Yeah, that's yeah, right. But yeah. we get on really well anyway. There'll
2: be a bit of spice in this game, though. Warren, Are will be excited for that one. Given yeah, yeah, the Coaches, I'll be, now. I'll be
4: there. I'll be there. Unlike yourself, Rodrigo, I'm probably you too, Carlos. So I'll be amongst the people tomorrow.
2: Yeah. yeah no, look, I'll be You'll there. You'll be on the yeah. television. Say hello the, from on Carlos the couch, yeah. Yeah. on the TV. <laughs> Tell them the other, Carlos will meet them at the Town Hall. The other games are Central Coast Mariners and Wanderers, Newcastle Jets and Sydney FC, Adelaide and Wellington Phoenix. Boys, one last word on tonight's game. Let's start with you, Carlos.
0: Yeah, nothing to worry about for Melbourne Victory. I thought it was just a game of many, many chances and, uh, and you know, they played well enough to not make me worried about Melbourne Victory. I think they'll be fine. Keep,
2: Venezuela?
3: I love the soccer gods. No, no, I hate the soccer gods. I love Victory. That's what I want to say. The soccer gods weren't on our side. You still think they were barcelona rested? Barcelona-like. <laughs> nearly there. Neymar's going to come to, to victory because uh, to stop him going to jail. He'll come. We'll, we'll get what him on a free transfer. What about you, Warren? Keep
4: calm and move on, Rodrigo. That's all I'd say.
2: Really? Yep. That's all you'd yeah, say? that's all I'd say. Hey, thanks for your calls tonight. Thanks for all of your text messages. Thanks to our wonderful sponsors, Tax Talk, Best on Plumbing and the Northern Football Academy at St. Monica's College in Epping. It was Melbourne Victory and Perth Glory playing out a one-all draw. Keo and Berisha were the goal scorers tonight in front of a crowd of uh, 16,017 people at Amy Park. That's it. So remember, Cardalosh. Wherever Puerto Rican girls hang out. We're there. Wherever
4: samba Rumba and La We're there. there
3: girls with fruit on their head and balls of their feet. We're
2: there. Wherever gringos play football. We're there. we are the Four Diego's. Ole!